Hey, Barbara. Guess what? The coffee is ready for you. How do you like your coffee? With cream and sugar? Or black? Or do you prefer a special coffee like cappuccino? Tell me. And I make sure it's ready for you because it's Friday night and I'm finally done working. So I'm gonna take time to check out your station with a nice cup of coffee. Have a great one. Well, Sylvia, we've had this discussion before. I'm a fan of two cups of coffee in the morning, really strong, something like Italian roast from Starbucks. Although I need to go out and get the Christmas blend. I do like Starbucks Christmas blend. I know it's evening for you over in the Netherlands. For me, I'm having a late morning because I'm doing a bit of traveling and haven't been doing a whole lot of anchoring. I've been doing some of the some of my lifing stuff. Ugh, life is good though. Sylvia, thank you. Thank you for reminding me that coffee can be drunk around the world <laughs> at any time of day. Ugh, enjoy your evening coffee. Good morning, Barbara KB. This is your girl, Till Talk with Fisha. I just came across your segment on yesterday that you were echoing all the women on Anchor, um, but you didn't want to go into detail. I'm begging you to go into detail. Knowledge is power. Share, share, share. Tell us about the algorithms. Still Talk with Fisha is pretty new to Anchor. We're probably going on week two, I think, or three. Um, I did just host a t-shirt giveaway and I'll be giving or actually mailing out a t-shirt today to one of my new female listeners um, to Teal Talk. So please share, 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 share. Knowledge is power. And remember, Teal Talk with Fisha, where real chatter matters. Have an awesome day. Teal Talk, you're giving away t-shirts on Anchor. To anchor listeners, to a female listener. I'm loving it. <laughs> Let's keep growing it. Aw, oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for calling in. And I'm sorry that you missed my my uh, short, brief, and probably halfway incorrect analysis of the current algorithm for the top 100 at Anchor. I'll, uh, I'll echo that again. I'll share that segment again. Um, it's fallen off. That's part of the problem with the 24-hour uh, time bomb, as someone described it here on Anchor. So you can find it in my episodes, but I'll, I'll echo it again for anyone out there that hasn't heard my rant yet. Thanks for calling in, and thanks for all you're doing here to encourage community, whether male or female, here on Anchor. Babuta! Well, <laughs> it's really not that secret. I won't have to kill you. <laughs> but yeah, I've been analyzing the top whatever at Anchor for two years now. I kind of come and go in caring about it. And right now I kind of care about it because right now it's just so awful and they're running these contests. But anyway, yeah, basically what folks are doing is they have a network, let's say, on Instagram or a network on Facebook Messenger or within Snapchat. And they're just contacting people and saying, hey, open an account 
okay, and be a new account here, and then make sure you listen to my station every day. So it has to be new users, new listeners, someone who just signed up last Sunday. So it has to be a new person. And so it's new users that are coming and listening to you. And please make sure that you listen every day to me. And so that's what they're doing. And so the guy on the top, you know, he actually doesn't have any more listeners than I do. He just has new listeners, new users, new people coming in, listening to his stuff. So that's the game. And Anchor's pretty open about it. That's what's going on. Now, how people are getting new users to come in, new listeners to come in, that's another thing. And, of course, when a new person comes in, what do they do? Oh, they go right to the, what's this top thing? Oh, let me listen to that station. And so then they listen to the stations that are already there. Or they go into the featured station, you know, the, the um, magnifying glass search area stations, you know, the ones done by topic. And then they start listening to those. It's fine. I mean, there's nothing new under the sun about this, really, but it's all about new listeners, new users. And so that's how these people are gaming the system in that way. So you get your network to come in and listen to you every day. It's fine. You know, whatever. I just think there's a better way to do this. I mean, because first of all, it just awards people that are sort of gaming something. I mean, are any of these people really going to stick around Anchor and continue to listen, continue to gauge, continue to be a part of it? Well, we can hope so. Okay, I mean, and we had this months ago when the YouTubers came in, and at that point, Anchor was rewarding people clapping, and then everybody was doing the clapping craziness, and that went on for a while. Um, and that got people on the leaderboard. So it's just sort of these games that Anchor sort of plays, rather than just putting together what I would consider a smart thing, a really good affiliate program where, hi, you get someone to come and they're an active participant and they're still an active after a week, you get paid a buck. You know, other places have done this musically, whatever. And, and just so you know, I've actually spoken to s some folks at Anchor and I've actually suggested this. So what I'm saying here is not, you know, I'm not revealing anything weird or whatever, but yeah, it's a gaming of the system. That's how people are doing it. And what happens is, is if, and Nir gave us everybody a clue on this of, look, if you're in the top, whatever, on Sunday, you're more likely to stay there for the rest of the week because those new people are going to look to you because you are in the top, now top 100. And then also the featured stations get played as better as well, too. I mean, I think it's great that it's top 100. I'm very happy about that. You know, it was top 50, and then top before that was top 20 for so long. So I'm glad that they've expanded it. But you've seen my frustration is that really, you know, only seven women out of 100? Yikes. You know, why are women so not represented? So thanks, Babuta, for calling in. Thanks for letting me rant and reveal further. <laughs> Thank you for prodding me. You were bold enough to do that. I appreciate that. You're a close listener. You are. <laughs> That's for sure. Thank you. Hi, Barbara. This is Terry. I wanted to weigh in on the discussion that's going on about the changes with Anchor. And I agree with you about the bro culture feel that's going on with Anchor now. And what Eileen said about the gaming fact that's going on, I sense that's that's coming in and for me, I love Anchor for having communication and, and conversations with different people 
and using Anchor for that. And now these, you know, new people are coming in. That's great, but are they going to stay? Like you said, are they going to stay? Anchor needs to think about what kind of users they want to have for longevity. And I don't think that they're looking at the long term. They're looking at short term with, yeah, great. All these new users are coming over, but they're not staying. And you're pushing the ones that are really using the app. You're pushing them out. Yeah, I mean, there's room for a lot of people here. That's for sure. The problem with this contest, it's just emphasizing this sort of new thing. And it's, they're not, it's not quality. Um, when Anchor did a program with um, YouTubers coming in here and they were clapping and doing all kinds of craziness, at least there were like featured YouTubers that were also coming in at the same time. And I still follow a couple of those folks and they're still active and, and good citizens and helpful with their content. And, and I really appreciate them being here, even though maybe a lot of their fans aren't here anymore. Some of them have stayed and, and there has been some good connections made. Um, I'm yeah, I'm not too, too sure what's going on. I mean, it just seems like something crazy. Now, again, I'll defend Anchor if it seems to be they're doing this because they just want to test the app and test the onboarding experience. And they just need a lot of listeners so that the, you know, Anchor version three, which, by the way, could be coming and could radically change this place because they did that from one to two. So maybe that's what's going on. And and thus, we're not being told anything. But if it's really to grow the user base because of some advertising network or um, to get our numbers up before the end of the year, ugh, that's pretty bad. And yeah, I, I'd rather do some sort of affiliate link, some sort of other way to do smart growth here. Um, you know, encourage us users with an affiliate link to encourage people to come in as opposed to somebody else new or some, and they can get a whole lot of new listeners and then they jump up in the rankings. But thanks for your comment, Terry. And thanks for all you do. Everybody should follow Terry. She's, she's been around a while and knows a lot about live streaming and is a really good, good person. And Terry, don't leave, please. <laughs> a lot of your types have left. Please don't leave. Hey, Barbara, just listen to your segments. You know, I love your station. Well, you know, one of the things that I just really don't like is the manipulation of being somebody's drive-by, you know, being used as you ascend the anchor heights. I follow great content, and that can be something that's just you being simple and honest and just really um, present in your segments. That kind of thing appeals to me. You don't have to have a lot of bells, a lot of whistles. You know, you don't have to put on the greatest show on earth just something that's really consistently and uniquely you. So that appeals to me a lot. But if I'm on somebody's hit list just to, you know, get a, um, to get a, um, to get a follow or something like that, I say just bypass my station altogether. Ah, oh, victorious one. <laughs> yeah. Quality content. A lot of people don't want to listen to a lot of chatter and a lot of silliness. They're really listening to certain stations because they only have so much time in a day. And so they're going to listen to quality content, whether it's storytelling, whether it's news, um, whether it's, you know, engaging conversations. Um, 
they don't they don't really and they don't even care about anchor or the anchor team you know people don't care what i'm talking about they just want good content they just like anchor because they get to hear a variety of voices you know let's say for an hour or, or you know an hour in the morning and an hour you know and they just they enjoy that aspect they might do some call-ins but they're here to listen and they're here to um, receive good content so yeah thank you victorious one and You'll get all kinds of goofy call-ins and you'll go, this has nothing to do with my station. Or it's just, oh, oh, thank you for following me. Well, okay. Well, you know, why don't you talk about what I was talking about on my station? Uh, you know, it's nice to get thank yous and call-ins and I call those people back. But I don't necessarily play those call-ins and, and people need to be aware of that. There seems to be a popular thing lately of, you know, playing all the call-ins, everybody talk to each other. And then that way you find new followers. But a lot of people who've been here for a long time, that's just foreign. That's just sort of odd. And and you find people who are just good at engaging you or just put out good content. I mean, I'm going to defend the podcast only people, the people who just talk in the call-ins, never play your call-ins, or who just are engaging in that way. You really have to be sensitive to how people run their stations here. Um, and just listen to them because you like what they're saying. Now, you might listen to someone because you like that they're a talker like me, an engager, you know. But again, yeah, drive by. Victoria's one, thank you. I, I think that's a great way, to, <laughs> great way to describe it. You have a great day and enjoy that walk. Okay, this next set of Collins is from the very loved... Svewise, who I think could absolutely claim to be the longest continual user of Anchor, <laughs> except for maybe some folks on the Anchor team. And Svi called in with a lot of really wonderful stuff. I'm going to have to break up his segments because it's it's a little long. And I also wanted to just give a discussion, let, let Svi explain his perspective on the anchor algorithm currently, the top 100 algorithm as it is right now. If you don't care about the top 100 stuff, if you're like, oh, I don't care, I'm just here for content, I don't really care, well, then you can just go on by. But there's some of us here that, you know, we've been talking about this for two years. We love this stuff. I'm going to let Svi um, give his analysis. And again, it, I'm not giving everything that he's sent in because it's just it's too long but I'm going to play a few segments here for you so that he can talk about how his analysis of um, the top one under and and the idea of what is a new listener thanks G. I probably read uh, the terms of the contest uh, somewhat read differently than the way you do to me, the way I understand it, a new listener is a new listener to your station. It is not necessarily a new member who joined Anchor. That's even uh, something that is not well defined. What does it mean to be a new listener? A new listener uh, yesterday, the last week, the last month. It's a well defined. It's a badly defined term unless it is being clarified so the way i interpreted it it is if i bring in i get new listeners to my station then i get kudos for that and that will help me 
climb on the ladder of yeah so um yeah the message at the bottom says you need yay many new listeners okay so the way i interpret it is yay many so listeners doesn't make anywhere saying new members of anchor it's just new listeners to my station whatever it's called okay uh that's just some commentary about uh, the new algorithm which kind of creates a very different flavor to the top 100 which used to be top 20 we're not quite at least I don't quite understand the pattern of this behavior of this uh, uh, top 100 list because at the bottom of the list the churn is so rapid so you very well pointed out that um, the folks who are well established at the top of the list and the folks who are mentioned in the categorized uh, list of probably hand-picked uh, stations are very likely to be the folks who get new listeners so they will stay at the top of the list the bottom of the list is where uh, it, it starts to get interesting because at the bottom of the list, if we see new faces, new names, and if these faces are actually new members to the community, think about it. Every listener to a new member is a new listener. Right? So if they get five new listeners, they will make the top 100 list. And in the few cases that I looked at, I noticed the fall. Okay, and then C goes on and talks about the recent area and how people in the recent area can perhaps jump in because people are listening to them. And and I have to stop Svee because she I believe the analysis that you just gave is partly what was true when we had the top fifty a week ago. And actually I think that is a fine way to run a contest in that people would then decide, hey, get new listeners to your station, whether it's you, Svi, who's been here for two years, or whether it's somebody brand new um, who just came in. Doesn't matter. New listener. And I think that's what happened before. And, and frankly, that did sort of give an advantage to people who've been here for a while, um, because you could easily, perhaps, on some levels, go get new listeners, you know, people who hadn't listened to your station before, and that's why you would get all the comments and the call-ins and the, you know, people echoing your stuff, because then if they echoed your stuff, oh, guess what? You were a new listener. So that was what the top 50 before was. And to some extent, that's also what the old top 20 was, was getting people to come to your station and listen to you. It was about quantity. This week, though, Svee... I have to disagree with you, and I have to say this week, and this is my complaint, is it's new-new. And because, for whatever reason, on Sunday, certain people got to the top and got attention, those people and their new listeners are getting the advantage. And so I'm complaining, and I know you people are tired of me complaining, and maybe you don't want me to talk about this, <laughs> but I am. That's what I do. My complaint is, please, please, Anchor, stop it this way. Please stop being this way. Um, make it a top 100 of new people coming to your station. 
you know, go back to the old one. Uh, maybe don't reward echoing, you know, because then we'll stop some of that nonsense. I mean, there's just enough nonsense here, but instead just have it be purely, you know, new listeners to your station as opposed to what we might call new, new listeners. So I hope that makes sense, V. And I'm I'm sorry I've had to chop you off a little bit here, but I I didn't want it to go um, as long as your call-ins were for this. So apologies to you, Svi. I I know that you love me, <laughs> that we've been friends forever. And so what Svi did was he sent me a whole bunch of call-ins, and I was able to chop apart what he sent in to me and take some of it as personal, but then some of it as useful for you guys to listen to. So thanks, Svi, for calling in. I really appreciate it. But I am going to play a few more segments from you because, well, you're just a fun guy. To summarize, this has been a very long uh, sequence of callings. I have no idea if you will publish any of it or part of it. Whatever you decide to do is most certainly fine with me. You and I need to get together, sip a nice glass of red wine together, and guess what? Listen to some of Elvis' music. How does that sound to you? Do we have a date? Ah, see, good bottle of red wine. That would be great. Someday we are going to do that, my friend, and listen to Elvis. But you know, you're also gonna—we're also gonna listen to the opera. I, I actually think it's a bottle of red wine after we go to the opera, after we go to Lincoln Center to see a great opera. I'd rather do that with you. <laughs> I mean, besides Elvis is dead. So, <laughs> although, is he? Is Elvis dead? Hmm, I don't know. Hmm. Hello, Barbara. It's Paul in Cork here. And I, I've just listened to you talking about, briefly, to Terry, I think it is, somebody called Terry, about an affiliate link uh, idea. I'd love you to elaborate that. I, I've, I hear quite a lot of critique about uh, what these competitions on Anchor, but I don't hear or I haven't heard so far any piece of audio which has outlined suggestions about how Anchor could uh, grow. What now, affiliate links, that's growth hacking, isn't it, really? And, uh, and uh, I, I'm just very interested to see what, um, what you're ta thinking about. Uh, I'd be grateful, please. Yeah, I don't know what you mean by growth hacking. Uh, is that some sort of negative thing? No, affiliate links actually are a wonderful way. It's how many sites have grown in the past, in particular in the app community. Um, so you got a new app, you got you know 200 new users, and you say to the 200 new users and to anybody else that comes in new, hey, use this link and we'll give you some sort of credit, some sort of a nickel, a dime, um, some money, uh, or you know, some sort of credit for your subscription to this app. Or at the end of the month, we'll award the person that's brought in the most users. So it is sort of similar to what Anchor's doing with this contest, a reward for bringing in new users um, to the app, which that's fine. I think that's great. Your your current users are the ones who maybe have contacts that are going to want this app as well, and it's going to encourage them to to share it out to their social network. Instead, what we have is come on in, 
uh, listen to me and listen to me every day. Um, in fact, maybe even go out and make some fake accounts. Use use old email so you could have buddies go out and make take five Gmail accounts and become five unique listeners here, and then you're up at the top. Up top. I mean, that's how you gain this. Whereas unique users could be okay. The person comes in, they're new, and they've actively used the 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 app. They've actually been engaging with people and then you get your nickel or your dime or your whatever and then people who really have a network get financial reward for bringing people in you know and and that's that's actually but <laughs> that takes some work to do and there's all sorts of companies out there that do affiliate programs and can easily help you set that up it's pretty normal um so actually this is a a good thing I feel. Now there's problems with it. There's issues with it as well. You know, anything you do, there's going to be issues. But this way, it's just instead of it being about that. So then the top 100 that we have here goes back to being the top 100 of the best at Anchor. You know, the best, most listeners. Maybe it's a mix of some featured stations. I don't have a problem with the featured stations getting a little more juice from Anchor because Anchor edited them. Why not make sure that they get a little more juice in the top 100? Um, so I, I hope that answers your question, Svi. Um, but believe me, I've this is a suggestion. Um, and that's just an affiliate program. There's many other ways to market Anchor. Right now, currently, Anchor is only being marketed that I can see on Twitter. You know, it's just, and they, their Facebook page has even fallen off. You know, and, and some could say, well, you know, the kids don't do Facebook. I mean, what are they doing in Instagram? I mean, there's so many places to do promotion for this app. Yeah, and I'm going to be critical, and I just think it's, you know, that. But, you know, they got a new marketing guy. He's trying this contest. Okay, and I think they're doing this because they're just looking at users and stability and onboarding. And I'm hoping that's what this is. But I don't know. So, thanks, Paul. Um, complain about the contest, but no, I can complain, but I've got a million other ideas on how to market Anchor. Yeah, they're going to have to pay me for that. Have a great day. Soldier, 
Mama starts pushing that wedding gown Yeah, you wanna do right, but not right Miss Ohio here driving by. It's too cold to have the top down though. So driving down by. Wishing y'all well. Take care. Peace. Barbara KB. It's your buddy Ben. It has been forever. But uh yeah, really appreciate uh your thoughts on the algorithm and uh some of the challenges around gamifying um, new users or incentivizing new users to come in through an extrinsic reward. So uh, my thoughts are that the challenge is anytime you you put an extrinsic a financial reward in front of people and the intrinsic side of things like just the the natural engagement that used to happen, um, the natural motivation that that people had to create content and consume content and engage with each other, uh, it changes the dynamic a little bit. And so I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the extrinsic reward, but uh, 
yeah, it's always interesting to think of how um, how different companies will grow different user bases and uh, also like the term drive-by. Hey, Ben, Barbara here. Yeah, you're right. Not only does it cause people to get kind of frenzied with how we engage here, but actually, yeah, it, it probably does reduce the level of content that happens here. I mean, look at my station. <laughs> All I'm doing is talking about this anchor contest. Oh my goodness. Let's all stop. And I'm glad you like the term drive-by content. It's not mine. That's Victoria's one. <laughs> That's hers. That's her claim. <laughs> uh, hey, Ben, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. You have a great day. Hey, what's up, Barbara? I heard your segment over on uh, character. He echoed you. Uh, and a great breakdown, great analysis there on the uh, on the top 20 deal. Like, I mean, I'm empathetic to Anchor. It has no revenue. It is just a sinkhole for money. This app dies if they don't find a way to monetize some point down the road. But no one wants to sponsor content with uh, such a small user base. It's just not going to be profitable based on what they're trying to do. So yeah, I mean, they're trying to just come up with clever ways to get new users. And organic growth, as you know, it's everyone's favorite. So if you incentivize people to, to go chase down people to come to your station, it's like it's like the Anchor MLM. You know what I mean? Get 30 of your friends to come over to the show. We're going to give you a thousand bucks. You know, I, it works. You got to grow. They got to find a way. I'll tell you the truth, Barbara, where I really think Anchor made his biggest mistake in terms of its growth is putting the listener count on each segment that you can see in your profile. A new user hops on. Let's say I get someone to come join me on Anchor. They kind of stink. No disrespect. I stunk when I started out on here. And I, they get no listeners. They do it for a week. No traction. No interaction. They delete the app. You know, you put that, hey, you got zero listens to that segment. It just makes a person look at that and go, you suck, I suck, I'm out, right? This app sucks, right? When we go into Facebook, we're looking at maybe likes, like applause, or maybe we're looking at comments, like call-ins, but we're not looking at individual post views. I, I, think it, I think it hurts far more than it helps. Kurt, thanks for calling in. In regards to the advertising and growing users and listeners, yeah, I think they're definitely trying to grow listeners because that's how podcasting is measured, is through listeners. And so if you've got, you know, so many listens and things going on, could very well be they want to show this to a podcasting network of subtype, to a certain type of advertiser, and so they want to get some level of listens up here. But it could also be they're trying to stabilize the app for the next level. I don't know. We don't know. Um, kind of wish we did know some things. Number two, uh, in regards to being able to see the listeners and that being discouraging. In the old days, you just saw how many listeners you had. I don't think it matters whether you see the person or not. If you get zero listens, that's a bad day and that's discouraging. Or let's say you invite a bunch of your friends to come over and none of them listen, but all of us here are listening. <laughs> Maybe that's a bad day too. <laughs> they go, who are all these people listening to me? I don't know any of them. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
it's amazing how many people are obsessed with social networks and how many people are listening. I I don't do that. Sometimes I do that to my station. I'll I'll kind of analyze who's listening to me and notice. In general, I don't because I know people just don't have time and some days they're listening to me and other days they're not. Um, that, and that's why you want to focus your station or you want to just let everybody know what days you're going to be doing what. Some people are really good at that. That's a recommendation, especially with the 24-hour time bomb here. So thanks, Kurt, for calling in. I appreciate your perspective always.